And the kids came and they saw it. And they're like, Mom, this looks amazing. And Blaine even came through and he was like, opened the drawer and he was like, whoa. It was like a genuine, sometimes he gives me reactions to flatter me. <laughs> that was not what this was. Well, maybe it was. I don't know. But I took it as genuine anyway. And I was like, okay, super good win. And it felt better to me. And just that alone has made me more excited to go in the kitchen. I know this is like a dumb mom thing, but you'll feel me on this, right? Like, Welcome to Systemize Your Life. This is your go-to podcast for work-from-home moms who are desperate to reclaim control, find order, and escape the never-ending cycle of overwhelm. Hi, I'm your host, Chelsea Joe. I've dedicated this show to modern women just like you, who are eager to give their very best to their home, family, and work, all without losing themselves in the process. Get ready to discover the systems you need to craft powerful relationships, get organized, keep up on the housework, manage your time like a boss, love those babies well, and maybe even sneak in a date night or two. If you are tired of hopelessly watching life pass you by, then it's time to grab your ticket off that hot mess express and join me in life where systems do all the heavy lifting. This is where you transform your chaos into confidence and take your life from overwhelmed to organized. What do you say, friends? Let's do this. Have you been listening to this show for, I don't know, maybe a few or a handful or maybe a lot of episodes in a row? I know, binge-worthy content right here for you. If the answer is yes, then I need you, real quick, do me a huge favor. Press pause, go over to Apple iTunes, hit subscribe, and leave me a five-star written review. That helps me so much to continue to show up, not only in my own space, but also to show up in the suggested Apple podcast feed for so many other women not an iTunes podcast listener, that's okay. You can still leave a review on any of the streaming platforms where you listen to this podcast. When you take the time and the energy to leave me a five-star written review, it not only fills me with such great joy, but it encourages me, my family, and the rest of my team to continue doing what we do here, what we love so much. And all of that is made so unbelievably possible with just a few minutes of your time. So hurry, press pause on this episode, go leave a review, and then come back and we will get down into the nitty gritty on all of the juicy things about going from overwhelmed to organized and how you can get one of these incredible systems in place in your life. All right, what do you say? Let's jump into today's episode. It is a brand new year and we are going hard, going strong in the month of January, dreaming and believing and hoping in big, new, beautiful outcomes for a brand new year. I am so excited for this episode because like most of all of the other episodes here in January, I am sharing with you some of my favorite things to do and tackle in my own life to get my family set up and prepared for a brand new year. Now, here's the thing. Today, obviously, we're talking about how to create your 2024 home organization checklist with me, 
so that you can live clutter-free. It's unbelievably important for you to live in a clutter-free space. It's so freeing. It feels amazing. It's going to give you time back. Your kids are going to play more independently. You're going to sleep better. You're going to move better. You're going to breathe and live and love and have joy. So many things that you do are going to be improved simply by getting rid of the clutter. If there's anything that you do this year, it should be this right here. Now look, we are not trying to tackle all the clutter right now. All we're trying to do is set up a great guide, a map, or even just a prioritized list that sets some realistic expectations on how you can get your house from where it is now to a much more minimal state. What do you say? You in? You want to do this with me? If you are taking notes because you are eager and ready to make the most of your time here with your earbuds in, then I suggest that you write down number one through four. If you're driving, you're going to have to come back and do that at a different time. So here's what's going to happen. We have done this in our home and my list is not very long, but my projects are massive. So every single person is going to have a different list. You may have a lot of little things. You might have just a couple big things. You might have a mix of little and big. Depends on how much time you have. Depends on how much buy-in you get from your spouse and your kids. There's no right or wrong way. And there should be no expectation of coming out at the end of this year with your entire house redone unless you really feel called to that. And that is because that is totally possible. It just obviously is going to require more time and more input, more work, and a lot of commitment, but it's totally possible. So we're going to go through the four steps that I do every single year. And honestly, sometimes it doesn't happen right in January. Sometimes it happens in the middle of the year, to be frank, if I didn't get to it, or if I need to revise it. But this is the process that I go through, and I thought it would be helpful to share with you. So first thing up when it comes to creating a checklist for getting your home organized, because living a minimal-ish lifestyle is amazing. I'll give you a really great example of this. We have had one drawer in our kitchen. It will absolutely blow your mind when you finally realize that you don't have to do an entire space, like an entire room. You can just get really minimal with a drawer and it will change your life and other people will notice. So here's the example. Just recently, I have been struggling with, we have one, two, three drawers in my kitchen and that's it. Two are like the really big wide ones. And then one is like a small drawer that no, I don't call it a junk drawer. If you have gone back in the archives uh, and you've listened to a lot of episodes, I've talked about junk drawers before, how I don't believe in them. It's called a utility drawer. I'm pretty sure my mom called it the utility drawer. Hers was always pretty organized growing up. um, And mine is really organized and everything in there kind of has a a purpose, you know, it's got the batteries and it's got like a couple tools so we don't have to go in the garage and get them and some tape and some pencils and like it's all organized, right? And so I have that little drawer and then I have two big drawers, one on the left of the range and one on the right. And I'm like, that is not enough, <laughs> but it's, it's changed in its purpose since we've moved in. And I've kind of put things in different places and been like, that is not helping. That is not where that should go. But we kind of landed on something. We've been in our new house for, I don't know, like eight or nine months or something. I don't even know. I don't, I can't even believe it's been that long. It's like mind blowing. 
but it wasn't working and stuff was sliding around and there just wasn't enough room and, and stuff started piling up on the counter above it next to it. And I just knew that that space wasn't working anymore the way that it should. And so I found some drawer organizers just hanging out in my garage because I'm weird like that. And I collect bins and organizational things. And I was like, oh my gosh, let me see if these will fit. So I took one side of it out and I slipped the organizer in, which by the way, they're from Ikea. They are amazing. They're so amazing and they're so inexpensive. Ikea is an incredible place to get organizational stuff from. It's so inexpensive and they have the cutest stuff. And I know if you're not on the Ikea bandwagon, you're probably like, that is so lame. But I have had Ikea furniture in my life for over 25 years and it is still working perfectly. (laughs) Like perfectly. I have two nightstands that I, I, and two end tables. I can't make them die. They've traveled with me through multiple homes. Anyway, that's where I go to get this stuff. So I reorganized the drawer and I was like, oh my gosh, I think this is going to work. And I designated one side for like the lunch stuff and the other side, you know, for our utensils. And the kids came and they saw it and they're like, mom, this looks amazing. And Blaine even came through and he was like, opened the drawer and he was like, whoa, it was like a genuine, sometimes he gives me reactions to flatter me. (laughs) That was not what this was. Well, maybe it was, I don't know, but I took it as genuine anyway. And I was like, okay, super good win. And it felt better to me. And just that alone has made me more excited to go in the kitchen. I know this is like a dumb mom thing, but you'll feel me on this, right? Like it's so much easier to get what I need. The kids can get what they need. Stuff's not sliding around. It's staying organized. It's easier to clean. That's what I'm talking about. That's why we're making this list. That's why you need to create your own home organization checklist with me so that you can live clutter-free. It's insanely important. So number one thing that you need to do is to determine how often you want to declutter. Now, this doesn't have to be formal, but what do you realistically want to give your time to? Once a month? Once every other month? Once a quarter? Once a week? Like, what are you, what are you feeling and what is pretty realistic? Let's, let's just say two to four hours. Let's just say say your decluttering session, if it's a tiny thing, it could take you an hour if you're proficient. But if you're like brand new at this and you've got stuff, I mean, like stop right now and look around. If you have stuff everywhere, like the kids section doesn't fit in the kids section. (laughs) Like every space has lots of stuff. Then you're going to want two to four hours. Okay. How often do do you have two to four hours every week? Do you have it every month? If you don't have it every month, that's understandable. You should have it. Make it a priority every two months, if not, then every three, which is once a quarter. That feels really great. So pick something that you feel like, I'm going to commit to this. I'm going to put it on the calendar. I'm going to commit to this. Okay. That's the first thing that I want you to decide. The second thing is I want you to just take a quick inventory of the most troublesome areas in your home. What is causing you the most strife right now? Like, is it getting out the door to get to school? Is it packing lunches? Like I said, is it getting dressed in the morning? Is it getting the kids a bath? Is it being able to get in and out of the pantry and cook food? 
Uh, is it their play area? Is it not being able to clean up the living room because there's stuff all the time? Is it not being able to sit down and work because your office is is actually the dumping and the breeding ground for all things clutter? <laughs> you know, is it the kitchen island? Like, what are the areas that are causing you the most trouble? There may be a basement that's like just been the place where everything goes, but it's not actually causing you any trouble. And it's okay to write that down, but I don't want you to put a star next to it. So just write down the areas that are causing you the most trouble. If you want, you can start this list by making an area, a list of all the areas that you'd love to declutter, like with the most highest expectations in the world and you had all the time in the world and you could actually get through it all and you could do it all. You could make that wish list for sure, but you need to inventory the areas that are causing major hiccups in your life right now. Those are the areas that we are going to really focus on this year. So once you get to that point, now it's like, okay, I know that I want to do once a quarter. So that means I've got four of these like kind of somewhat committed time frames set aside. So every three months, I'm going to do this. Great. So I want you to look at your most troublesome areas. It might not work out evenly, but that's okay. Say you have six things that you wrote down. Well, guess what? You're going to take that quarter of the, that whatever, after the first three months, so January, February, March, sometime in March, you're going to say, all right, in March, I'm going to set aside enough time to tackle two of these spaces. And if you're like, heck no, I can't do that. I can only do one in that one sitting, then I'd highly consider, can you find another time frame between now and the end of the first quarter where you can tackle two so that you can get through all six of them in one year? So really all this is about and all it is about to me is sitting down and looking at these are all the things that we really want to get done, which I'm going to share with you what hours are and what month and we're going to put them in. Like, where are they going to go? And there's a lot of finicky things that I have to look through, which we're going to talk about in a second, in order to make this work in my own life. So every other month, if you were going to say, okay, I can declutter every other month, great. And maybe you have 12 spaces written down. Okay, that's six declutter sessions a year. So you have six opportunities. So every two months is every six times every two months, that's your opportunity to go in and to go deep. And so you just say, hey, I'm putting four hours on the calendar on this Saturday and we're all digging in and we're doing it. Or maybe it's a six hour day. Maybe it's an eight hour day and it's really fun and it has music and it has like a snack tray. Or maybe it's the complete opposite of everything that I'm saying. Yeah, maybe It's none of those things. And you're like, I am scheduling this in every single month and nobody's going to know about it. I'm doing this on my own. I don't want anybody involved. I'm going to ransack this and I'm going to do 12 different smaller sessions every single month. So maybe the goal is your master bedroom and you can look at your master bedroom and you can be like, okay, there are probably five zones in here. There's the bathroom, there's the closet, there's the nightstands, there's under the bed, And there's the sitting area where all of that stuff goes. That's five areas. Cool. I'm going to break that in over the next five weeks. And every single week, I'm just going to tackle one of those zones. And by the end of five weeks, my entire master bedroom will be completely decluttered. Cool. There's no right or wrong way to do this. As you can tell, the point is, is make a stinking plan. Get organized and make a plan. Then the last thing that you're going to do 
right along with me, because I am doing this, in order to have this clutter-free life, it can't stop there. The last thing that you have to do is to schedule all of these things in your Google Calendar with the set amount of time you need to declutter or you want to be able to or can have available to get that space completely decluttered. That is the beauty of this whole thing is sitting down and saying, I'm putting this on the calendar and I commit to this. If you really want to know like, okay, Chelsea, this sounds really great, but I get in there and I have my trash bag and like, I don't know what to do and pulling everything out and like stuff just gets left everywhere. Nothing ever gets put back. It never ends up the way that I want to. If you want to know my fill safe way, and like truly have an extremely simple way of decluttering every single space in your house, no matter what you prioritize without complicated instructions and check sheets, then I highly suggest that you check out my escape method. This is where I teach you to escape your clutter and live mess free with one insanely simple system. And you can access the entire escape method when you become a student inside of Systemize Your Life as a VIP member. My escape method comes as a bonus whenever you join in as a VIP student. So if you're curious about that, and this is a big thing that's on your heart and on your mind, I want you to go to chelseajoe.co backslash SYL and check out that VIP option. It is the best time of year right now to come in and start decluttering. Here's the cool thing. When you become a member inside of Systemize Your Life as a VIP student, you can join as DIY, but VIP is where you're going to get the bonus to all the extra things, including this escape method where I literally show you in videos how to go through and do this decluttering. We go through an exercise that's very similar to this, but I give you workbooks and worksheets. You have a beautiful list. You can put it up in your home. Everyone can see it. You know what you're committed to. I tell you the ideal things that I believe each of these rooms should have to give you some inspiration. And then I give you the escape method that teaches you how to break down every single space in your house using the exact same system so that you can get everything decluttered in the shortest and fastest amount of time possible. And January is the best time to do it. It feels like a really great time to declutter. I've already been decluttering, obviously, as I've told you, and it's an incredible way to jumpstart your productivity and your accomplishments in the month of January. Again, that is chelseajoe.co backslash S-Y-L. It is so unbelievably exciting whenever I sit down and I look at what I'm going to go through this year. And I will tell you, there's two huge, huge projects. Like they're pretty big. And it's probably the only organizing we're going to do all year. We've done so much in every single, like I've already done my pantry this year, or I guess it's not my pantry. I did my pantry. uh, I think that was last year. And I have this other, we call it the headbanger. (laughs) Just so funny. It's like another pantry, but it's a walk-in and it goes under the stairs. So when you first walk in, you can just walk in. But as you go back, there's a ledge that comes down And we've had people literally like almost knock themselves out because they hit it so hard. And so we call it the headbanger. So it reminds people to duck whenever they go in there. The kids can just walk in and out and it it's it's like right at my forehead. So it's probably like five feet, but like anybody over five foot tall will totally knock themselves out anyway. So that is not what I have already organized this year. But I definitely plan to, absolutely plan to. So that is one of the biggest ones on the list right now. It has so many things in it. 
but I'm really looking forward to that being a space where I can do all my fermenting, I can have all my bulk foods, I can process all of the kids' lunch boxes and their backpacks and their homework station. We're so unbelievably excited about that. We just have to get it's there's no shelving in there at all. Like nothing. Everything's on the floor right now. It's 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 not ideal, but that's okay. You know, we just moved in. So that's the first one. Some of the things that I've already done that I didn't write down on the list were the linen closet and the laundry room that just got reorganized. My mom came over and helped me with that. Obviously, a couple of the kitchen drawers got organized. Um, some of the vanities underneath them, they got organized. And then everything else was pretty much organized when we moved in. Um, but our last and biggest project of the year that just feels so daunting is the garage. There's still boxes in there that like <laughs> are not mine. But there's just so many different things. Um, and then we have a couple smaller projects. Uh, one of them is the bookshelves in our entertainment built-ins. We had some that were temporary and all the stuff got taken out and then the built-ins got built in and now I haven't put anything back in there and the kids, it's half in the garage and everything's scattered everywhere. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, we need to get these organized. And then we have two little built-in nooks. We call them like the coffee stations because one of them has a co the coffee stuff on it. But underneath them, one side of it is like horribly not organized and needs to be systemized so badly. So those are some little things that I'll just tackle in like small little breaks and opportunities. But the two big ones that we're scheduling are the headbanger and the garage. So that is what my 2024 home organization checklist looks like. And I would be so excited to see yours. I'd be so excited to see you come in and join as a VIP student so that you could go straight to, which you are definitely allowed to do. Not only are you going to get my entire home management system, but you're going to get bonuses for budgeting, for how to take all of your systems and make sure that you're able to communicate them to your family. You're also going um, to get the bonuses for the marriage retreat. Uh, that whole system is incredible. And then the escape method. So it would be super fun to see you come in and you could say, you know what? I'm not ready to start that home management system yet because you have an entire year to tackle all of the content and information. And you can go straight to the escape method and learn all about that and start decluttering right away. What a fun opportunity for you to go and bless yourself and your family with a little less clutter in your home this year. I am very grateful that you hung in here with me for the entirety of this episode. And I look forward to meeting you back here real soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Before we wrap up today's episode, I want to extend a sincere invitation to you, an incredible wife, mom, and woman who has serious dreams of making change, to really take what you learned today and implement even just a small part of it in your life. When you make changes, it inspires everyone around you. If today's episode resonated with you, I'm certain it will resonate with others too. So head over to iTunes, hit that subscribe button, and leave us a five-star review. Your review will help more women discover our podcast and join our supportive community. But your impact doesn't stop there. You hold the power to motivate and equip the women closest to you in your life with a simple, hey girl, let's do this together. Text this episode to your best friend or maybe even your mama. Whoever it is in your life that's knee deep in the same kind of chaos you're in, they need to know about this system too. 
And if you're feeling fancy, you can even take a screenshot of this episode, tag me and post it to your stories because together we can create a trail of wisdom for all the incredible women around us, reshaping how we not only care for ourselves, but each other. I can't wait to connect with you on Instagram until we meet back here again real soon for the next episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast.